Hi guys, it's Madison Schill. I am the founder of Sulapo, and today is a very first episode of the Sulapo podcast. I don't know how I got into all of this, but I decided to take time to build this brand, to build this company, and a huge part of it for me is connecting with people and feeling like I'm not doing it all alone. One amazing thing that I am so excited about with the podcast is the chance for me to share everything that I'm learning with all of you raw in real time and immediately. And I just can't believe that technology allows us to do this. It's like, it's so cool. It's amazing. And um, thank you for coming and being here and being a part of step one of hopefully many. Um, I'm really excited about this. This is hopefully what people want, this human talking. Yeah. Like, like that yeah, meme with I... the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Okay, guys, so welcome to the Sulapo podcast. This is our first official episode that we're doing. Um, everything else has kind of been erratic and, like, fueled by my ADD. <laughs> so, but the first people that we're talking to um, are the co-founders of Dynasty, which is an amazing initiative here in Toronto that I think we need more of for young women. And um, they're Sophie Walpert and Kira Witten have arranged to be here and chat, and I'm really excited to have you guys. Thank Thanks you for having us. <laughs> it's new for all of us. <laughs> but, so you guys started uh, Dynasty in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> was it November the 9th? Or? No, but right around there we were kind of already had been talking about just some kind of project we wanted to start um, having to do with feminism and women and some sort of like events. Um, but we didn't really have like um, a full-fledged idea yet. And also like there was nothing like pushing us there yet. Yeah. Um, so totally. the day after the election happened, we sort of got together to like console each other. And also it gave us that bit of a push to like, let's figure something out. Yeah. I want to go back to the idea of like motivation too, because yeah. I think at this age, it's really important to have it um, or to manufacture it. But first, what is Dynasty? So we're a feminist collective. So um, we do events, we also have social media, but our main thing is just doing events um, every few months. It's sort of been a slow ban so far, but we're getting to where they're more frequent. It's yeah. been really good and consistent, too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying. Yeah. No, truly. I, I found also that uh, a lot of people our age, in like in like their mid-early 20s, have a lot of really great ideas, and they have a lot of really great dreams for the world, and then there's a certain kind of like tapering off that happens as we get to our 30s or mid-30s, where they just like don't happen anymore. And yeah. we don't act on them, and we don't believe that we can act on them. So how do you get from that space of being, like, bright-eyed and optimistic to actually, like, running and, like, starting something? I think for me it was, when we were talking about it, I realized how passionate I was about it and how excited I was to do the work more so than I had been um, in, like, an educational setting. So I was way more inclined to sort of put work into that than I was ever in school and when I was yeah. studying. <laughs> and, and so I sort of realized that it was something that I really had a passion for and that I wanted to do and then, like, found a partner in Sophie and we both just sort of were like, we need to... We did it three weeks. Our first event was three weeks after the first time we met. So we... Like, met about it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first week we met up and talked about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think, like... At, the, at that stage, you kind of have to not put too much pressure on yourself. Like, we knew it wasn't like, okay, we're going to, this is going to be our 9 to 5 gig now. But it's like, okay, let's keep it, as long as it's fun and we're passionate and we love what we're doing, mm -hmm. that's, like, what's going to keep it sustainable. So, like, if it becomes too much or too stressful or whatever, we need to focus on other things, that's fine. But I think when you talk about, like, motivation, 
not putting too much pressure on it, that you keep it something that's enjoyable is really important. And would you say, like, if you were to put, like, a pie chart, is it, like, 30% about politics? Like, what, or is everything threaded into politics now? Right. Like, feminism, like, what, what are all the components that you feel, like, fit into Dynasty? No. <laughs> Over to Sophie. Yeah, I, I like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I love to be able to say like what percent is each, but I think it's sort of like everything we do encompasses a little bit of like, well, everything encompasses feminism. Everything that we do is either in in reaction to or trying to change some kind of norm that's already there mm -hmm. societally, um, and all of that is like interwoven into politics these yeah. days. So I think, um, yeah, I think. I can't speak to like certain percentages, but no, I think yeah. yeah. <laughs> never asked you. No, but I. <laughs> get I would love to. I'm like, can we get a graphic? Yeah, Six point five. <laughs> yeah, that would be a really. Easy <laughs> <way>. <laughs> no, but I, I think that like Sophie said, feminism and intersectionality and um, all those things are sort of at the very hub of what we do, and yeah. so I think it sort of branches out, and it it definitely does have um, politics rooted into yeah. it. Because oh, yeah. I think everything does. Well, don't you find that your do you, my parents especially don't make it political. Never mix business and politics. And like I just feel like <laughs> politics is the business of our generation, especially. Yeah, you yeah. know, like it's everything's political. Yeah, there's no really like separating. Like even if we're doing some sort of like more fun or lighthearted, it's like at the core of it. Why are we doing it? Yeah, yeah. because of something that we see that needs to be changed, and most likely has to do with where the politics or where our world is at yeah, at the moment. Totally. Well, even, okay, so going into that, I'm just going to go right into the hard yeah. question. But, yeah. <laughs> so you guys take the form of, like, a woman for woman initiative. Mm -hmm. You're women who are making events for women in a space that's, like, safe okay. for women and, like, following the likes of, like, the Wang, for example. It's just clearly, like, femi like feminist, female, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But now I feel like the notion and the reality of, fact like gender is fluid and yeah. female male no longer just like sit as the two options we can take in identifying who we are yeah how do you kind of like blend that or take that into yeah. consideration when your organization like is primarily f yeah. female traditionally we have had actually like a lot of conversations about that and yeah. a lot of struggle because like we want it to be a safe space for women but what does a woman even mean yeah. what does being a woman mean where do you like you don't want to keep men out of the conversation. You don't want to keep someone out of the conversation who doesn't maybe present as female yeah. looking, but does feel female. So that's been actually quite a struggle for us. And I think like kind of changes as we go. Yeah, totally. Um, we like just a small thing was like trying to change our wording yeah. in like our description and like using a different term. Even like Obsessi, I noticed in that. Like, yeah. Like last year, when Obsessi was still like that activist community. Right. Um, it's a, for people listening, it's a, it was like an online community for just like rad girls. Yeah. And they changed it to like rad people. Or like, mm -hmm. right. Like yeah. they changed it for like yeah. people making things or people talking yeah. or people speaking out. Right. And I think like you guys changed your verbiage too, right? Yeah. So we use female identifying. Um, and we also used women, like yeah. with an X. Yeah. yeah. Sort of and then right, yeah. we do we do consider ourselves a feminist collective. We have had men attend our events. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think anyone who's interested in seeing really cool things that people who identify as female are doing yeah. are more than welcome yeah. at the events. I would like, uh, yeah, I think we're a feminist collective. I think, you know, everyone's sort of welcome um, yeah. to attend. We've yeah. had like 
trouble when it's sort of like the whole point of the event is to create a safe space right yeah yeah we're like we kind of question like should we open that up or not so it's been sort of like a case-by-case -case basis open up to men oh yeah, yeah. men specifically like cisgender yeah. men like yeah. we yeah. want to be able to keep it open to female identifying whatever that means right to a person but um yeah it's been kind of hard to be like do you want like will this event do what it, we're trying to do if yeah, they're if right. someone doesn't feel safe because of right. who's in the room. Well, yeah. And it's something like we've come like to a head with a few times, like just yeah. with ourselves, like trying to figure out how to do it. And I think like we're still open to suggestions. Yeah. So like it's one of those things that we're just kind of have to figure out totally. on our way. But it's always like it's always in our on our minds, and we don't want to like make anyone feel excluded. Well, well I think even in, back in June, which was like our first big event that you spoke so beautifully at, we had two men buy tickets and we were kind of like oh shit like what are we doing? like oh my god and we were like do they know what it is like, like, and I think sort of just like relinquishing that they came they enjoyed it I didn't even realize there were men there well they left before the speaking they Aww. came over to me and they were like we're gonna get out of your hair before you start oh. and I which was so funny because I like didn't know what they they thought we were gonna like like sacrifice like men and like men straight in a circle. Like I wasn't too sure like what they had in mind for like what was gonna happen. Like after the sun went down, but yeah. So they, but it was nice. They had a nice time and yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can't, oh, no, you I can't so. make any moves. Like in, you can't move feminism forward or move the world forward without also having everyone in the room. So yeah, we're yeah, not like not wanting to have men attend. And we want yeah, like more men to consider themselves feminists. And yeah, yes. that's definitely. A huge I think just explaining what that term is. Like my means. first question, of course. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Just, no. Let's just. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing too. Not. I mean, how do you how do you find that you balance relationships <laughs> or feeling desirable as? Oh, like on feeling desirable as a woman and like you know like you can yeah. be held by someone or whatever while you're like something like yelling about all the things that need to be changed and like right. just working yeah. so hard at trying to like eradicate all of the shit that's been built up for so yeah. long like how do you honestly that's like such a struggle I feel like yeah. a lot of feminists come into um like it comes into play because yeah. you're like I I don't know, you like want to wear a certain outfit or whatever, and you're yeah. like, oh no, should I feel guilty for wanting to look cute? And then you're yeah. like, no, because I'm free to wear what I want, but am I wearing what I want because of I me? Know, or I just feel so... I feel like this... What I want is like for there to be an open dialogue and for there to be this sort of like breaking down of the notion that what you wear makes you feel at odds with your political pursuits, your mm -hmm. personal pursuits, like... Or your safety. Yeah, like, yeah. for I sure. Truly, truly, do you guys think like when you get up put on clothes in the morning do you think about how it will be like filtered through and like looked at by like other people especially like I don't yeah. want yeah like, so, like, it depends game. like yeah. what like where I'm going that day but like you know maybe I won't <laughs> wear a certain pair of pants or a certain pair of skirt to work because I know like you'll be able to see more of my body and mm -hmm. I don't want to like even though it's a cute skirt yeah. <laughs> but like or yeah. whatever so yeah that definitely comes into play I think no, it's just like there's just there's just a lot of things. I feel like you'll be in business for a long time because there's so many things to talk about yeah. and so yeah. many things to like invite people into talking about with you guys. Yeah, and that, yeah, that's like one of our. I think at first with Dynasty we were kind of like, what are we? <laughs> like, what is yeah. our like, um, like our main thing? Our main. I don't know what it's called. Because like, I think there were so goal. many events that we were going to and so many amazing organizations that we saw, which were for women in business or women in film or women in fashion and yeah. we were like we want 
all of those women right. to be in one room, yeah. right. which is why the event that you spoke at, it was Eve Medical, who's an entrepreneur and inventor, Zoe Walpit, who's an investment, that was you great. who were in fashion and also writing, and like it was an amalgam of all of the yeah. really cool shit that women are doing, and so I think we, even our next event is, you know, bringing together the worlds of film and fashion and also writing, and I, I just think it's cool to have all these women with all these different interests in a room mm-hmm. yeah. talking about feminism and supporting each other in different fields. Yeah, and once yeah. we, like, realized that, it was like, oh, that's what we do. We put yeah. all these women or female-identifying people doing all this cool shit, and we put them all together, and yeah. we show other women what they're doing, and you kind of, like, create these cool connections. Like, we've talked a lot about youth, but we love youth medical. Yeah, I know, I don't know why. But, like, <laughs> like well, I just we think- connected the connection of, like, Eve medical with, Zoe Walpert, who was doing financial investment, and they, like, are working on, like, business deals. So, so it's, like, great. when would they have met? In what room would, like, Zoe doesn't usually go to medical events, and I don't know what <laughs> events Eve's go, Eve yeah. Medical's going to, but, like, um, so yeah, so it's, like, making those connections is, like, one of the things that I think makes us the most happy. Totally. So, like, yeah. that's, like, why we keep doing I think that. I think just in trying to re- reinforcing or underlining the concept for women that, like, you can just do what you want to do. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. Go and do it. Even with doing this with Dynasty or yeah. doing the podcast that I literally have no idea if it's recording or not right now. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, like, going and going to medical school, even though, like, yeah. maybe 90% of your classmates are men. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just, like, do it. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and try not to dilute yourself in the process. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel I feel like I dress like a boy all the time because I feel like it's just easier to get through the day. Right. I just, right. like, yeah. just don't try to be like, hey, I'm a woman. Like, I, I yeah. don't know. Right. It's because it's, it's been, it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I mean. I think we're creating we're taught, a space. Yeah. We're taught from like a that. young age that, like, those things, those dreams and hopes and goals may not go with also being, like, a woman and, like, a beautiful woman and whatever it yeah. is. So, like, it's, we're trying to. I mean, we're not doing it, but, like, we're showing these women that, think, like, who are, are doing it, like, we can show are. them to other women. You know what I mean? You were, like, you invited me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not us. <laughs> we're not doing anything. We're do it, right? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think, like, I developed really early, and so there was a few Physically. times. Yeah, like, okay. I just had, like, I was, like, born with boobs. <laughs> so, <laughs> actually, I do have boobs in my baby pictures. It's, like, a little disappointing. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, and I remember when I was, like, probably about nine, and I came into school, and... I, they were like, you have to put on this soccer jersey. like, mm. And I was like, oh, my God. So like over like, top of your clothes? Yeah, so I was wearing this huge soccer jersey for the rest of the day. Wow. And I think I've just been, like, navigating the choppy waters of, like, when <sighs> cleavage is appropriate in a sense. Yeah. So <laughs> you're just like, but, like, it's weird because, like, you were just immediately sexualized. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. And I was like, why is that my problem? Yeah. Also, I think, yeah. like, I was, I don't know, I don't know, there was, like, a shadow at the top of my shit. Like, I don't know how much cleavage yeah, I could have like, had when I was nine, but, like... Maybe it was just, like, the nipple thing as well. Yeah, yeah it was probably, like, <laughs> but I don't know. Or, like, yeah, it's Instagram, like, that was still a problem for people. So it's, like, yeah. you... But like, I'm nine. Like, I remember going home from school, my parents were, like, no, this is not okay. No. Yeah, because it's not. It's Even with, like, menstruating as well. Like, oh, God, like yeah. People, we just, like, we do such a great job of pretending that, like, some part of our body is not trying to, like, rip itself from inside of us. Yeah. We're like, it's not happening. It's fine. It's fine. And I just wonder, like, <laughs> I really would love to know, like, how would it have been if it was mm-hmm. on the other end of the gender spectrum? Right. Yeah. Because, like, God, it really sucks, you know? Yeah. But it is a really beautiful experience. Yeah. 
But yeah. like, but we can't talk about no, it because it's gross. But something really amazing happened in the UK recently. We were like following. I cannot remember what they're called. We so, their yeah, it's free periods. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, and pink protests. They had. But <laughs> <laughs> you need two people. <laughs> they did pink protests, and it was to protest the government in England to give um, oh. girls who were already on free school lunches also free sanitary products every month. Mm-hmm. And Amika George um, is a really really cool activist, and she was sort of at the helm of the movement, um, and the UK government is pledged to give money towards giving girls sanitary products now, yeah, so that was a really so cool, cool movement, and it worked, and, that's yeah. amazing, yeah, that's I feel like that's such a huge step, especially for, like, to do it for girls who are so, so young, and yeah. just normalizing that right there, yeah, yeah, um, I mean, then hopefully when they grow up, they'll be like, we, they should always be free, and yeah. then they'll do another protest, and yeah. then they'll just be free for everyone. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But at least, yeah, Yeah. at least, like, at that uncomfortable age of, like, puberty, and they don't, if they're already worrying about, like, lunches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, they were wearing, like, used socks as sanitary products, like, shredding up newspaper, like, cutting off sleeves of, like, dirty t-shirts and stuff, Mm -hmm. and it was just, like, that's so, for one, like, unhygienic, it can cause infection. They just weren't going to school flat out because they were so scared of leaking. Yeah. And that's, like, in... London. Like, it's yeah. not like... Yeah, it's not like we're talking we're, about, yeah, yeah. about any other... Yeah, yeah. not as developed. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So, it's wild. But yeah, they, they had a really good outcome, so it's awesome. Yeah. That's really amazing. And the, considering, like, that, the fact that most people in government are male, so mm-hmm. it really shows. Yeah. That's, like, really cool. Yeah. So, um, what's been the most challenging aspect of starting a collective like this? I think, for me at least, the most challenging aspect is just, like, me in my head. So when we were doing our first sort of big event, we were like, who's going to come? Like, it's just going to be like me and like our moms like sitting there. We were just like... But how was it though? It was really good. We sold out. We had people emailing us for tickets. Like we... So we were... We sort of... That I think gave us the push to say like people are interested in this and they do want to come. We don't just have to like wrangle people because we're... So yeah. I think like... The, like, planning of the events and, like, putting them on, like, that stuff's, like, can be challenging, but, like, we is the stuff that we love to do. Like, you're, like, log- I, I'm curious, too, about logistics, like, how do you yeah. know where to go? How do you get tables? How do you, like, have, like, the <laughs> yeah. tickets? How do you do, like, the graphic design of all yeah. the right. oh, How do you, like, curve. coordinate who's coming and then know if they've paid? Yeah. Like, they're just all these yeah. tiny yeah. things that could just be, like, wall, like, little bricks in a wall yeah. that people could just, like, put on in front of themselves. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. So, like, how did you know what to do? Well, the first one that we did that was, like, ticketed, and we got, um, like, Eventbrite and stuff like that's a really cool tool, yeah, and they make it so accessible and easy. Um, I feel like it's, like, sponsored by them, but... That would be nice if you know, yeah. get paid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they did that, and then we just sort of, it was just landing. Like, I just spent hours on a laptop, so did Sophie, like... Yeah learning how to use Canva, recently learning how to use Photoshop, like, how do I yes, do this? Yes, Photoshop like, is a fun, it's, it's yeah. a fun time. Unbelievably yeah. hard. I feel like I'm using 1% yeah. of my ability on that. Oh, like, yeah. There's just, like, an iceberg of things I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, you know, they say that you lose 10% of your brain, like, I just use 10% of Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if, if that for me. If like, that, that's yeah. that's amazing that you yeah. can 10%. But, like, yeah, all those things I think are, like, things we're willing to, like, learn and figure out. Yeah. But challenge-wise, like, really... Like, uh, you said it being in your head. One of the biggest things was, like, realizing that what all that work we did, like, learning how to do all those things, was, like, worth something. Yeah. So, when it comes to, like, money, that's been a really challenging part for us because not, like, 
the money we're spending like we're willing to spend some money on these events or things that we want to do but knowing that like that work we put in is like has a dollar amount yeah. and putting a dollar amount to it right. has been a really tough thing for so us to get what, over in what scope like with respect to like partnerships or oh no like, like ticket prices oh, things like that we were so like, like oh no yeah, like, we don't like, want to charge people <laughs> this much or like we don't want people to think that we're like taking advantage of them but we were like that's a we've very, been putting three yeah. months yeah, <laughs> yeah of, like non-stop this. work like whether it's after school or after our actual jobs or whatever it is like and like trying to like be like oh okay yeah that was worth something trying and, like, to believe that like we don't need to like be in the hole just because like yeah we, you know we are too scared to like know what yeah. are willing to pay. Well, if that even goes to, like, a broader issue of, in, especially in, like, the creative space. Oh, for sure. How do you put a price on your worth? Or how do you yeah. put a price on your time or your talent or what you're giving someone? Because there's no regulated. Yeah. There's no regulation, period, mm -hmm. I feel like, right? And I feel like a lot of people in creative fields are also offered, like, exposure other than Ugh, a yeah. dollar amount. And I, I couldn't, couldn't, like, I imagine. I couldn't give a shit about exposure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm sure it's so unbelievably frustrating. And also because... If they say no, mm -hmm. I'm sure there's another person right yes. there willing to do it. So yeah. it's it's really hard. I'm, I hate that excuse, though. Like, yeah. I, I, I used to believe that. I used to feel like that panic in my heart where yeah. it was like, but if I say no, someone else will get this opportunity. And maybe, that'll, maybe they'll meet someone yeah. there that'll be this and this. And it's just like, I think as you get older, I'm 24, so I'm not like, my old <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Like I moved, I moved out when I was fifteen. Like I like lived in other countries, and right, yeah. like I've been, you, I've been taken advantage of a lot mm -hmm. professionally. And as I get older, <laughs> relative, mm -hmm. I think in my gut that doesn't matter as much because there's like a kind of like a calmness that comes into my yeah. right soul. That's just kind of like, well, I know what I'm worth, mm -hmm. and I don't want to bring anybody into my space that like will is trying to like chip at that with, like a little ice pick. Yeah, yeah. We're willing to pay us like five dollars. <laughs> like we're like it's yeah. low. You know what I mean? But we're, like we're first yeah. doing it, it's like you don't know, it. and then you're like, okay, well, I don't want to like lose money because of this. Um, and then you're kind of like just breaking even, and then you kind of like get to a point where you're like, the hours we put in, the work we put in, like we're we're. It's a service yeah. for people to come. I think especially when we were doing our event in June, we were looking at, like, artists that we had invited to come in and girls who were making really cool, like, there was, right, a, yeah. yeah, art and, and bags and, like, various things, and they were charging for that, and we were like, just because it's not tangible, uh, tangible it doesn't mean, like, we yeah. created this event, so we should be able to sort of yeah. not be... Um, in debt at the end of the day because we, <laughs> yes. because we did But there's yeah. also that guilt too of like, am I co-opting on like, yeah. like am right. I like, by making a profit on feminism, am I like oh, a part oh. of the problem? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, because what you're offering has value yeah. and people are willing to pay to understand how they can feel more valuable. Yeah. And that it's like a, yeah. you're like teaching people. Um, yeah. School, whether we, yeah. you know, whether we like, like it or not, we're in a capitalist system, so we've got to like make it work <laughs> yeah. within that for now. Yeah. Um, Girls so, gotta yeah. eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Girls gotta eat. Gotta brunch. <laughs> um, do you guys have any tips for young, young, I don't even want to say female, people that are listening that want to do something um, but are like just afraid because they have no model to follow or they have yeah. no money to use or they don't come, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I would honestly just say, I know it sounds so trivial, but just do it. Like, yeah. we put our minds to something. Honestly, you'd be so surprised, too, about who 
responds. Like when we reached out to you, yeah, we, we were like, know you. she's never gonna respond. <laughs> but, why, <laughs> but why didn't you think I was gonna respond though? Because we were like, she has better things to do. Like, we, yeah. we, who who are we? Like, yeah, she's not gonna want to come talk mm-hmm. to us. Like, we, <laughs> who are we? <laughs> who are we? Um, but yeah, like, and I think those types of things can just stop you from doing. It'll stop you from getting to a place that you really want to be. And, like, yeah. without reaching out to you or without reaching out to companies who sponsored us or gave us items for our gift bags and stuff like that, we never thought that those companies would answer us. And they that did, was cool. So. I was super impressed that you guys did <laughs> that. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, also, like, starting small. Like, before we had our biggest event, like, we started, like, basically with our friends yeah. in a room that was accessible and free to us. And, like, we cooked all the food and, well, mostly Kira. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my dad was on chef duty. So well, get more pasta. But, like, <laughs> then you kind of get, like, an idea of, like, if what you're doing is worth doing. And you get some yeah. feedback. And it's hopefully honest feedback because it's people you maybe know more than just random guests you're inviting. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that was a really good way to do it. And also, like, um, it just gives you something to go off of. You're like, okay, we've done this once before. Now... Maybe we can do it a couple, a little bit bigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and like there was a good response, and people give you different ideas. And the other thing that we've like found by doing this is that there's so many other amazing women and organizations in Toronto doing really similar things. And it's does been that, such does that a, for a moment freak you out? No, because I think like from the outside it can look like that, like competitive. But we've realized like literally everyone we met through these types of events, like, women-focused events, um, either, like, goes to each other's events or, like, reposts each other's posters yeah. and, like, or just, like, donates a bit if they can't be there to show up. And I think, like, that's been the coolest thing is, like, it's making so... all these new connections yeah. and, like, we're all doing similar things but nobody's, like, stepping on each other's toes. And it's mostly, like, oh, can we do something together mm-hmm. and, like, make it yeah. even bigger. Because yeah. it's, it's like, we need all the help we can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Course. Like, and never, yeah. And like we were saying, like everyone has a little bit of a different angle, whether it's like a magazine they're working on or it's like their company or it's film or whatever their like angle is, like mm-hmm. you can always kind of mix and match them together, which has been really cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's and also like that really like silly con- like concept of like the pie, like you're not getting a bigger piece yeah. of the pie, like everyone is getting that because the pie yeah. itself is getting bigger. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not like a, a question of yeah. someone's taking from you, we're just adding to what's yeah. available. And, and then, I think every event that someone has is like a building block yeah. to create interest to support other women mm-hmm. and to see women in more various fields. Um, yeah, so I, I, yeah. I haven't really experienced a feeling of competition, but it could very well have been like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that just, like, fun. shows you, like, who is kind of, like, like, the character of the kind of people who are putting these on. Like, yeah. nobody's made anyone feel sort of, like, lesser or, like, they're, they shouldn't be going to that event or whatever it is. Like, it's been really cool to see mm-hmm. everyone supporting each other. Yeah. Okay, so the most rewarding experience you guys have had so far? Oh, I think that was it. <laughs> um, oh, just like the overall like glowy feeling. Yeah. Um, Has anyone come up to you at, like at events and said something that's like really been like, oh my god? I think like just interacting with people who have said like, oh, like realize and be like, oh, I follow your Instagram, like I really like it or I land this or yeah. um, I came to your event and this sort of changed my perspective on whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but I think too, a first event we didn't quite know. Um, when we had, it was just a dinner and it was 25 people and we sort of didn't know how people were going to react. And I think a lot of people, when we were, we were talking about like harassment, um, in the workplace specifically. And there were so many people at the table who went like, 
oh, I think my boss is harassing me. And I didn't realize until right now. And that was like so eye-opening. It's so insane because we do. We're like, oh, that's just how it is though. Just normal. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like, no, like, a neck massage at your desk is not wow. casual yeah. um, <laughs> not <laughs> or appropriate. So, like, yeah, that was sort of really eye-opening. And it was like, yeah. oh, unless you have these communities of people to talk to and unless yeah. you see that other people have these experiences too, it's so hard for you to register and go, oh, that's happening to me. Or, mm-hmm. oh, like, I'm going to recognize that when it does come along, yeah. um, which hopefully it doesn't come Yeah, it's definitely been something that's, like, rewarding to bring that to other people's perspective and, like, I don't know, not, like, show them the light, but, like, yeah, I mean, like, get their opinion on it and then also, like, that for them to see things in a different way. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many people who are, like, okay, Toby, you talk about feminists all the time, like, go, no, like, let's I, start with I, something I, else. And I'm, like, no, but this is your day-to-day life. Like, yeah. it doesn't, like, it, it's affecting you, maybe you don't know yet, but, like, it yeah. is and it's going to continue to, so, like, let's start now by realizing it and changing it and where do you like where do you think we're at if you can zoom out to like the next hundred years sorry (laughs) where do you where do you think we're at with with respect to like progression on the like on the way to equality like on in the scope of just people who identify as women being treated the same as how we would treat a man societally like where are we at I think, honestly, I mean, it, it's happened so many times before and then things revert back to how they were, but yeah. I think with the Harvey Weinstein oh my God, scandal, yeah. I, I really have felt, like, a cultural shift. I yeah. think there's so many new organizations and so many new voices being heard, and also women of different races, women of different socioeconomic backgrounds having a platform and actually having a voice and it being so much more um, diverse, and yeah. I... I think that is really, really valuable, and I think extremely um, optimistic. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I think too, like white women um, were having more of an idea or like a wake up to the fact that like we are a privileged level of womanhood. Yeah, of, yeah. we are a privileged minority, and yeah. I think it's we have to be allies for the people that don't have the like. Even when I write about issues in the fashion industry, I'm aware that people are listening to it because I used to be a model or because they have, like, that one mm-hmm. thing that they can put in a title for clickbait. Right. And then I have to kind of, like, pull the rug out from the people that are reading it and go, gotcha, here's the important shit. Yeah. Right. Here are the people that are working in the industry that, like, you would never give a second thought to. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, because yeah. you've been conditioned to think that they're lesser than. Yeah. So I think I think the one thing that you guys really do a great job of in all of your media and all of your communications with people is that you you really lift up people that don't have the platform that we have even though we don't have as much of a platform mm-hmm. as like men would yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and yeah. you do it in a way that's not co-opting them but just giving them the mic yeah, yeah of course and it, it's not like that's the thing because I think there's such a fine line between being like I'm gonna say that this organization's great so it makes me look like I'm like sort of lifting these people up but I think if you have a platform whether that's on social media, whether that's out in the world, whether that's through business, I think it's your um, duty to sort of mm-hmm. shed a light on things that other people are doing that kind of aren't getting as much exposure as things that are you you were doing or um, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, but I think it's good to always sort of shed a light on things that people are doing, especially when it comes to feminism um, yeah. or just lifting each other up or and entrepreneurs or women-founded businesses. I think it's cool. Yeah. 
Okay guys, so um, what's the best way to support groups like yours and initiatives like Dynasty? Come on out to the events! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like kind of getting out, it's hard, like, there's so many events, especially in Toronto, like, the Toronto event market is super yeah. saturated, but, you know, showing up to something that you actually are interested in, um, whether it's, like, our events or there's something specific you love, going to find those those women's collective events, um, showing up to those, and I don't know. Honestly, like, <laughs> it's very, but a lot of it is social media based. So yeah, a lot of yeah. who brands decide to work with or event spaces decide to work with is social media. So like supporting them on that or actually just checking them out, seeing if it's for you, if it's not, click away. But yeah, um, I think that's something that I found like following people who are doing really cool shit. Yeah. It's valuable. Vote with your click and your yeah. wallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. for sure. Okay. And then your final question is what's, What's next? But more specifically, how do you guys plan on, you know, growing Dynasty or supporting your community going forward? <laughs> uh, this yeah. weekend is a fun thing, right? Yes, yeah, so we have an event coming up this weekend um, with Leigh Garcia, and she's the editor of No Man's Land magazine. In partnership. Um, yes. Um, in partnership with Hot On, which is a it's a heart on, sorry, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. but it is. It sounds on, better when but, you say. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so they're a, a um, female-identifying screening series, um, and they do really, really cool events also. So we're in partnership with them, and it's at the... Yeah, so, I don't know. It's really yeah, cool. so that's <laughs> our next event. Next week. We did just sell out, which is fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just... We're playing a couple events. It's been kind of cool because, because we don't have a specific, like, industry that we're working in. We've been able to use our platform that we already have and maybe, like, our skills that we already have to help other women who want to put together workshops but maybe or events that don't have um that background so like hopefully coming up in the next few months we'll have something a little bit more like women in business oriented um we're working on and then yeah and then we'll just see what happens next i know i think, I think the best part is just to be fluid and be like yeah. water and be like, yeah oh, this is a good thing to do let's do that yeah yeah and like, so many things it. have come away that we just didn't like haven't sort of anticipated or haven't planned yeah. for they've been really valuable to us so yeah, yeah. no yeah and like our dream would be like this is our job and like dynasty is our whole life <laughs> yeah but i mean eventually no i think if anything <laughs> i'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <Bring> up feelers <laughs> no i think at any if any time would be the best time to, to actually make that a reality of like this is the time yeah yeah really. Okay, well, thank you so much, thank guys. You. Thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah, it was so fun. I, I like the idea of just talking to people and yeah. having, like, imagining people listening and, like, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Laugh along with us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, have a great day, guys. See you later. <laughs> Bye. How do I know how to do Stop. <laughs> do I just press the we'll record button? <laughs> do I just press this? Uh, yeah, stop. Whew, we did it. We made it through our very first podcast episode. I'm so happy about it. I'm so happy to have had a chance to sit down with Kira and Soph and just kind of like share information with all of you. Next Sunday, we have another amazing podcast coming up and I'm super excited to share it with you and to get this ball rolling. If you have any questions at all, you can email me at madison at sue-la-po.com. Instagram us, I'm at Shillian or at Sulapo, and have a really amazing rest of your week. I hope to hear from you very soon, and I send all of my love. Bye.